Hi, welcome back to the Fuel Buyers Summit. My name is Kevin Hill. I'm the executive publisher here at Freight Waves. And joining me today, we're going to talk about fuel tanks and, and measurement capabilities with Ken Moore. He is the VP of Sales at Skybits. He's been around the industry for about 20 years now. And uh, we're going to have a lively conversation uh, about the new technologies that are involved uh, with that. Welcome to the, the, the summit, Ken. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks. You bet. Can you give us a little bit uh, about your background and, and kind of what, what you do there at Skybits? Yeah, well, I've been in the, the fuel industry over 20 years and at Skybits, um, work with uh, fuel distributors, uh, midstream oil and gas companies, uh, major oil companies and um, bulk fuel buyers to help you know, better manage their um, delivery efficiency. And uh, prior to that, I had a, a long career in the, uh, the fuel card industry and uh, working with large uh, transportation companies and you know, better manage their uh, fuel purchasing uh, programs. So, yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about monitoring and tank monitoring and different types types of tanks and the and kind of the uses there. And, and just let's uh, let's lay out the foundation. Yeah. So just, you know, a little context, a, a tank monitor is, you know, think of like a, a cell phone sitting on top of a, an above ground tank primarily, and uh, there's a sensor connected to that. So these are really simple, low cost devices that communicate uh, through wireless, uh, cellular wireless. And the, the idea is to have remote access to um, the tank levels. And uh, that can be centralized as well. Uh, primarily, uh, tank monitors are used by uh, distributors. So their dispatchers can you know, dispatch orders more efficiently. And, uh, but we have been seeing more of a trend of uh, bulk fuel buyers you know, that call their own orders in, you know, buying their own tank monitors. Yeah, it's, it's a, a much better system than the, the stick method, right? Right. Uh, measuring uh, a stick is much more efficient, and we've really made leaps and bounds over the last few years. Uh, besides the the, the the stick method, which is still in use, you know, certainly in the railroad and and other mm-hmm. other parts of, of industry, right? Yeah, um, you know, it you know the stick method is uh, is manual, so people make mistakes and, and don't you know get the right reading. Um, uh, or, you know, now with, with COVID and everything, you know, there may not be people, you know, actually on site to actually, um, stick the tank itself. So mm-hmm. the, the monitor can sort of do what a, a human can do and can do it a lot more uh, accurately. So when we talk about monitoring, uh, we, we have beneath ground tanks, we have above ground tanks. Mm-hmm. What, what's the difference between two? What's, uh, what's important to know about monitoring systems for each of these uh, types of tank placements, I suppose. Yeah. Well, underground tanks um, have more um, um, requirements in terms of leak detection. Typically, they they will have a tank monitor uh, on them, and um, um, but oftentimes that that information is only available to the people at the site. So you can use one of these uh, remote wireless tank monitors to communicate the levels from the the underground tank system in place uh, to a centralized location. Essentially, it's a a cloud type of system. Um, Above ground tanks uh, 
don't really have those environmental requirements. A lot of above-ground above tanks don't really uh, need monitors except for to help with um, efficient ordering and deliveries. So um, what we're finding is um, we're putting monitors on those tanks and, and these tanks could be you know, as small as even 250 gallons. It could be for DEF, even lubricants, um, any any type of fuel, really. Yeah. So, I and we know that we were talking about this yesterday. You have the Opus Prize. You have your negotiations with, with fuel. Those are your direct costs, right? Right. Pretty plain, and, and everyone talks about those. And we've been talking about it here at the Fuel Buyer Summit. But those indirect costs, and part of that is tank levels and delivery costs uh, with the refills. How does that happen now, or what kind of systems and processes? You know, you have milk runs, you have just automated deliveries. How can monitoring tank levels really reduce your fuel costs or your fuel storage costs, which is basically reducing your 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 purchases uh, all the way down? Yeah. So you know, you think about a, a delivery it's really labor, you know, so a typical delivery might be $50 or $75 and maybe even more, you know, depending on how far away the location is. So, you know, if it costs sort of a fixed amount to send a truck out, um, you know, if you just do the math, you really want more gallons per delivery uh, delivered. So that effectively would lower your, your freight rate uh, per gallon. So it's, you know, a lot of companies, when you're looking at uh, fuel contracts and, and buying, you know, even these national contracts, the big focus is on your, your cost plus rate, maybe over Opus, something like that. And you don't really think about the freight rates. And, you know, with, with large transport loads, that's pretty consistent. Um, you're delivering a lot of product, but it's those, uh, you know, less than... Uh, um, Tank, you know, it's the the smaller ones, the mm-hmm. um, thousand gallon tanks. You know, the these tank wagon deliveries uh, can really, really get expensive. You know, so you want to maximize the amount of gallons delivered, and you know, having the tank monitor gives you the visibility to um, wait until the tank is um, more empty. The the industry um, goal really is. 75% efficiency, meaning, you know, there's about 25% empty. Uh, and that's harder to do with a small tank than it is, you know, a large tank. So does this new technology or the, the monitoring systems kind of take the small tanks and make them as econ- economical as the large tanks because of the, the precise measurements for it? Yeah, well, as, as close as you can get. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, you have what you have in terms of uh, tanks and, you know, you, maybe you inherited some through an acquisition and you might have some smaller tanks and, and there's limitations to um, uh, the size tanks you can put on certain yards. Um, it's really difficult to get underground tanks installed, you know, through different landlords. So, um, um, you know, sometimes you make do with what you have, but using this technology, you know, it can really, you know, cut your, your freight rates in half. I mean, you might be paying 20 cents a gallon in freight rates, you know, and maybe you can get that down to 10 cents a gallon simply by, you know, cutting the number of deliveries in half. And it's important because it is those hidden costs, as they say, 
those indirect costs right. that don't, don't go into the top line of the contract where you can really shave off, shave off your, your storage costs your, your, and it goes into your whole fuel buying uh, campaign, right? Yeah. And it, and it's really, it, it's less inventory you're holding uh, on your balance sheet too. So if your tanks are always getting topped off, that means they always have a lot of fuel in the tank. So that that's, you know, fuel that you've bought that's just sort of sitting there versus, you know, letting the tank go down a little bit further. And I think just, you know, a lot of people are, are afraid of letting the tanks get too empty because they're afraid of a run out. And um, if you have the monitor, it sort of gives you that assurance that you know exactly what's in that tank. The systems can tell you how many days till empty based on uh, prior usage. So you can really time that you know, additionally, you know, with timing, uh, you know, if you're if you're placing your own orders and calling those in to your distributor um, and you see what direction the market's going and let's say you have a cost plus uh, arrangement, you know, if the market's dropping, maybe waiting a day or two to place that order is another way you can save money, you know, having those tank monitors. Yeah, certainly. And it kind of cuts down, you know, advance, you get advanced warnings when you have to kind of push this order. It makes it ease in, in the back office and administrative type of, of duty. Uh, and you can just you can just deliver time your deliveries and you're buying more efficiently. Right. Yeah. And you can even get notifications of, of when a delivery happened. And um, also, um, you know, it would calculate a the before and after. So it's a nice sort of verification of, you know, having a system tell you how much got delivered versus, you know, what you're actually getting invoiced for. And you said that the, the really a lot of these tools the distributors might have had back in the day, but now on the customer or the, the operator side of the, the equation, uh, these tools are now becoming a part of, you know, standard operating procedures, right? Yeah, I mean, most of who we deal with at Skybits are, are the distributors. There is a trend of, of the um, the end user customer, so to speak, the bulk buyer, you know, wanting more control. You know, maybe their distributor um, just has chosen not to put monitors on their tanks. Um, you know, some some do a great job at it. You know, others haven't. Um, you know put out as many monitors and uh, you know, if, so if you're a customer that you don't have monitors on your tank, maybe you could at, talk to your distributor, see, you know, see if they would do that because if, if they're just doing a milk run right now and once a week you're getting, you know, inventory without really having a reading and knowing whether you need it or not, you're probably getting those deliver, you're paying more delivery fees and you probably need to, and, um, you know, along with that is you're also getting more invoices than than you would really need to be paying because, you know, each delivery is typically, you know, invoiced. So, um, uh, you know, there's a lot that can um, be reduced from an operational standpoint. So if the distributor um, um, uh, isn't putting monitors out and, and it's not something you're seeing at your location, uh, you could certainly buy your own and um, start calling your orders in, or you know, a distributor mm -hmm. often calls that uh, will call. 
Is this the same as, uh, you know, the same principle for, say, say trucking fleets with, with yards, with tanks on them, uh, where they, they house diesel? They, they kind of have their own fueling stations. Is, mm. this, um, is this applicable for those type of operations as well? Yeah. I mean, we have uh, trucking fleets uh, as customers that have bought their own monitors, and, and they're doing it just for that very reason. They want control. They want to be able to place their orders. Uh, some companies, you know, need a purchase order mm-hmm. in order to, um, you know, you know, some of these deliveries can, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars for a, you know, a delivery of fuel. So it's, you know, it's not a small purchase. So you want to plan that out. So having that visibility, and uh, especially if you have sort of a mixture of um, underground and above ground tanks, and you're trying to manage all this from a centralized location you know, having that visibility, you know, it gives you a little more power, you know, negotiating, you know, with different distributors and, and contracts potentially. Yeah. You mentioned yards and facilities with different size tanks and the, the confusion that that kind of goes into because you have different monitoring systems or, or different, different ways of doing things with different tanks. Uh, should you standardize it? I mean, what, what exactly should you do? And my question for you would be, uh, what are kind of the, the standard uh, or the best practices, I should say, that, that go into to facilities with uh, you know, tanks of different sizes and kind of how to, to create uniformity uh, for those? Yeah. Well, if, if you're looking at, at buying new tanks uh, for a facility, you know, I, I would, you know, err on the side of uh, bigger is better because you can just get, you know, you can deliver more product. And, you know, especially if you have, if you can, you know, and you, and you buy enough fuel, you know, I would buy, you know, so you could get a full transport uh, delivery into that tank. Um but there are restrictions and it's not always that easy, you know, with tank size. And of course, the bigger the tank, the more expensive. So there's there's a whole analysis you can you can do that basically compares, you know, optimizes the size of the tank and the cost of the larger tank versus the um, the delivery cost you would pay to have a smaller tank. Uh, so it's very common to have tanks that are a thousand gallons, you know, out there. And these, these are on uh, skid tanks. A lot of distributors will um, install those for you and put you on a program and put a tank monitor on those. And uh, that can actually be very cost effective because they can, they can manage that on a keep full uh, basis, you know, very efficiently. Perfect. Thank you so much, uh, Ken. How does how does the audience reach out and and learn more about you know Skybits and kind of the, the tank monitoring and, and what you're doing out there? Yeah, well, um, I mean, I we could be reached at um, Skybits.com, and um, you know, there's uh, a form you could fill out, just basically you know indicating where you're located and um, you know the number of assets you have potentially. And then we'll get one of our uh, sales executives uh, in contact with you. Perfect. Perfect. Great information. Thanks once again, Ken, for joining us here at the, the Fuel Buyers Summit. And uh, and stay tuned, our audience, to you know our next exciting session.